Good evening. We hope everyone is doing well and had a beautiful Shabbos. Tonight we're learning Masechah Yuma Dav Zayin. As you can see, it is not the longest Daf and Shas. Um, however, Daf Tesamid Beis, that's a pretty meaty Amud uh, over there, as is Daf Yud. Uh, so I may uh, overshoot a little bit tomorrow and do most of Tesamid Aleph to make the next night a little bit more reasonable. Uh, so some of the blot here are, are a little bit shorter. Let's get started. We're on the top of Daf Zayin Amad Aleph, starting exactly at the second line. As you will recall from Shabbos, we saw Machlokas Amorayim. This Machlokas Amorayim that we saw is on the bottom of Vav Beis, and it's a question of whether or not we say Tuma is Putra B'tzibor, or do we say Tuma is Duhuya B'tzibor. The Gemara, two-thirds of the way down on Vav Beis, says that in the name of Rav Nachman, it is Mamish Hutra B'tzibor. So what that means is that when there's a case of Tuma, and it's done, it's, and it's for the Tibor, it's mamish mutter. We don't do any workarounds, we don't solve any problems, it's mutter. Mutter as if he were to have been tahor, right? Totally fine. Masha Enkein, the dissenting opinion of Rav Sheshes is that it is Dechuya. Namely, okay, you're Tame, we understand, but because of the extenuating circumstances we're gonna be leaning, it's Dechuya, it's Nidcha, it's not ideal, but it is what it is, so we'll be making. So wh- which one is it? That Machlokas is what we are gonna be speaking about a little bit more at length today and a little bit more in depth. And with that as a background, Zayin Amar Aleph, second line. Amar Rav Sheshes Mino Aminala. Rav Sheshes, who is of the opinion that um, that Tuma is Dechuya or that okay, what what am I supposed to do? I'm stuck. Okay, what are the Nebuch? I'm allowed to do the Korban because it's uh, Tuma Dechuya Vitzivor, but it's not ideal. What is Marimakom? A, a beautiful and simple brisa. Says the Gemara, Detanya, the brisa writes, Hayo Omeru Makriv Minchas Haomer. Let's say that there was a Kohen who was being makrev. He was bringing the mincha sa'omer. He was bringing the barley flour for the omer, 16th of Nisan. The nitz And all of a sudden he noticed or he saw something happen that it actually became tummy. So what should he do? So it says the Gemara, here's what he should do. Omer, he should say, um, uh, he should say to someone, to people who are serving him, the Kohen should say to others around him, um, they should replace it. Why? Because the mincha sa'omer is tummy. You should replace it with one that's sahar. I, what happens, Vim Ainsham Elohi? What if the only Minchas Omer you have for the Hakravas Omer is exactly what the coin has in his hand and it just became Tameh? Also says the Gemara, Omrim Lo, Hevi Pikeach Ushisok. You should be smart and shut your mouth and bring the Korban. So, what does that mean in the, in the, Gemara con, in the Gemara's context here? What does it mean to say that you should, um, uh, you, should, you should try and change it if you can? Try and swap out the minchasom, but it became tummy. Try and swap out the minchasom for a tarum, but if you can't, fine, we can still move ahead. That sounds like a, a nidche. That sounds like a dechuya. So it says the Gemara, katani mihas, the words that always mean, as you can see, we learned in the Brisa. What did he initially say in the Brisa about the minchasom that became tummy? Fifth, sixth line, Zion and Aleph. He said, he would say to someone, Omer, he would say, they'd bring him another one. So that shows you that it's not mutter. It's dachui. What he's supposed to do is dachui. Okay, so you tried to solve the problem, which shows you that it's uh, dachuya. So that's a kashan of Nachman. Because Rav Nachman was, on the, was of the opinion that it's hutra. But if it's mamish mutter, so why did this brisa say, go try to solve that problem of the tamim minchasa omer? Says Rav Nachman, this is not a problem. I agree with you that when it comes to Achila, when it comes to actually consuming food that's Tameh, there I agree that it's Dechuya. But when it's just about the Hakrava, just about the Korban, I don't agree. There I'm going to say it's Hutra. So that's the distinction that we make. So that, therefore, according to Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes is of the opinion 
that if you have a minchas haomer that's tame, you have to re- try and replace it. If not, you can bring it because tuma Fine. However, if Nachman says, I only agree with you in regards to achila. By achila of something that's tame, b'tzibur, I agree that it's dechuya. We allow it if necessary, we try to work around it. But just to do the hakrava, no, I don't agree. There, I would still say that is tuma hutra b'tzibur. So that's question number one. That's the marimakum for Rav Sheshes and how Rav Nachman gets out of it. Let's try to ask against Rav Nachman yet again. A quarter of the way down, Zayin Madal, Mesibe. We have a tosefta. The tosefta from Enachos. The Gemara says there as follows. Makriv, if someone were to be bringing the minchas parim ve'elim u'kvasim, the nitmes biyado. He's bringing the mincha of parim, elim, and kvasim, different animals, and it becomes tummy. So what does this b'risa say? Omer, he tells other people to go find some other uh, non-tame, to go find some tahor stuff, and he tries to replace it, similar to our previous Mishnah. And if all you have over there is that which you have in your hand, so then Nebuch, we're stuck and you're allowed to bring it. So that, what does that show you? My lab, doesn't that show you it shows you that these korbanos of the Chag still are going to try and be swapped out. So it says the Gemara as follows. Take a look at Rashi, actually, excuse me. Rashi's 10 lines down. And here, Rashi introduces us to some concepts we're going to see in the Gemara. The Gemara assumes that we knew this. I didn't know this. Most of us, are, it's not like standard information because we're not holding in the world of Tumma Batara in general. So the, here's what Rashi adds. These are Korban Sibor, Uzmano Kavua. So here's one of the things that we don't know about. When do we say Tumas Sibur? That's when the Korban has a Zman Kavua, and that is when it is a Korban Sibur. So that's indicated from Rashi here. So then, Amar Lach Rav Nachman, no, this Bryce is not a problem. I, but the Bryce says that you're supposed to swap out the Tame. So it shows you that it's Tachuya, because if it was Hutra, why bother swapping it out? So Rav Nachman says, you got the whole thing wrong. The parm that we're talking about in this b'risa is par avodah zara. And afal gav did sibor who, even though the par of avodah zara, if the tzibor were to have, were to have violated avodah zara, they would bring this par, but kevan delo kviya lezman mehadrina. This par that we're talking about in this Mishnah is not a regular korban dechag. It's not the korban that has a fixed zman and a fixed sibor in that case. In that case, he would uh, Rav Sheshes and Rav Nachman would agree. So here, when it's uh, when it's the Lokviyelizman Mehadrina, when it's Kevin the Lokviyelizman, this uh, animal doesn't have a fixed time to be brought. So therefore, we should try and, and solve that problem. What about the Elim that are quoted in the Brisa? So the Gemara says as follows: Elim that are referred to in this in this Tosefta, Be'elu Shel Aaron. This Be'elu Shel Aaron is talking about the Isle of the Kohen Gadol. The Afal Gav, the Kvil Azman, that yes, this Korban has Zman, but Kevan, the Yachid who Mehadrinan. Here it's not really for the Tzibor, it's for a Yachid, and therefore Rav Nachman would agree that you're Mehadrinan. You try and solve the problem, but in general, he holds to Mehutra Tzibor. What about the Kvasim that are mentioned in our Mishnah? The Kvasim that are mentioned in our Mishnah is Bekeves Habayma Omer. We're talking about the animal, the Keves, that's brought with the Korban Omer, and we must be dealing the Ikashirayim La'achila, that there's extra flour left over. And this is what we saw on the top of the page where he held that if there's flour left over for Achila, by Achila, we don't say Tumahotrabetzi, we're only by Korbanos, and Rav Nachman remains unscathed from uh, these two questions of the Gemara. We're a little bit more than halfway down. Question number three of the day. Zayin Manalaf, a little bit more than, than halfway down. Mesidei. Dam shenitma bizarko. We saw this a couple of times, I think. We saw this uh, in Ptachim. Uh, yeah, so far we've only seen it in Ptachim. Says the Gemara, Dam shenitma bizarku. Let's say that a person, a Kohen, is about to do the Zrika Sadam. We're familiar with the four steps 
uh, bringing a korbanos. It's the the shechita holacha zrika. Uh, I skipped one. The shechita kabbalah holacha zrika. You do the shechita. You collect the blood. You walk to the right place in the mizbech, and then you actually do the zrika. So it says the Gemara. Dam shenitma bezarku. Let's say between the time you did the shechita and the time you did the the zrika, the, the dam became tame. So it says the Gemara. Bishogeg hurtza. If you did it without knowing. So then the halacha is hortza, that that zrikas hadam is considered to be acceptable. Ritzay, uh, right? We ask Hashem to be ritzay, to accept our prayers. So this is the same thing. It's hortza, that if you do the zrikas hadam, if the dam is tummy and it's bishogeg, that's hortza. Bimezi lo hortza. But if you did it intentionally, it's not. What does that show you? Bishogeg, it's mutter. So that shows you the dechuya, which is not, that's the shita of Rav Sheshas. And that's again a question against Rav Nachman. So answers the Gemara on behalf of Rav Nachman, two thirds of the way down. Hitanya hahi that brisa which says that Gurza, that if you do the zrikas hadam when the dam is tame that was only talking about the korban of a yachid but not the korban of a sibur tashma let's ask another question alma hatzitz meratze we've learned about this before as well we saw this in maseches psachim andaf peim and beis there it says how does the tzitz help we know that the tzitz has this power to be mechaper, to create ritsui, to make something that would otherwise be tameh, to make it tahor. So it says the Gemara as follows, Tashma, this Bryce is quoted to say as follows, This Bryce tells us that the tzitz is meratze. So it says the Gemara, a brilliant diuk, so simple. If you if you think Rav Sheshes that Tuma is heter b'tzibur, so then lamali ritui. What what needs to be fixed? If Tuma is mamish heter, then why does the Torah tell us that the tzitz is meratze? The tzitz that the kohen gadol wears it fixes all these fixes what problem? It's not a problem. If Tuma is heter b'tzibur, then it's mutter. You don't need the tzitz to be meratze. It's mutter. So this brisa is a kasha against the shita that holds Tuma hutra b'tzibur lamali ritui. What would he say? It must be talking about the korban of a yachid, but had it been on a tzibor, you're taka right. Maybe we don't need ritzui. Another possible answer, had it been that the, uh, that the need of this korban was for the tzibor, still, maybe it was a korban that wasn't meant to be at a fixed time. And under those circumstances, we would agree that it's tzibor and not hutra. Another question the Gemara asks, I think it says question five of the day, bottom of Zion Amad Aleph, uh, four lines from the bottom. The Pasuk says, Venasa Aharon es Avon HaKodashim. It's a long Pasuk. The Pasuk reads as follows. They were talking about the Tzitz. This is in Parshas Sefer Shmos. Vahaya al Metzach Aaron, just reading the Pasuk in full. Vahaya al Metzach Aaron, he would wear it on his head. Venasa Aharon es Avon HaKodashim. And the Tzitz that he was wearing would help to remove the Averos, the Avonos of the Kodshim. Asher Yakdishu Bnei Yisrael, Chol Matnos Kodshehem. It would fix all the Korbanos that needed fixing. Vahaya al Mitzcho Tamid, Liratzon. It was always on his head. What does always mean? We're going to discuss that in the Gemara. Lifnei Hashem. So it says the Gemara as follows. Four lines from the bottom. He was wearing the tzitz, it would solve problems. When he was wearing the tzitz, which problems did it solve? Says the Gemara, if you thought that it was im avon pigul, if you thought that it was talking about pigul, which we know that if a person has a machsheves, uh, machsheves pigul, he has a thought that about this korban, that it's for the wrong person or in a different location, whatever the machsheves pigul is, there, the Pasuk already says, 
the tzitz won't help in that case of pigel. If you have a machshev as pigel, the tzitz is not going to help you. So that can't be what the pasuk means when it's talking about when it's when the pasuk says harona savona kodashim. Can't be talking about pigel. And as well, two lines from the bottom and last line as well. Vim avo nosar. If you're talking about nosar, which is food korbanos that have passed their expiration date, harek farnemar lo That also doesn't work. As we turn to the top of Zion Amud Beis. So therefore, ha'eno no say, what must it therefore be when the Pasuk says that it's no say avon, that the tzitz is merateh, that it removes a halachic impurity to make it tohar? What must it be talking about? Ella, avon tuma, shehotra mechlala betzibor, v'kasha the Rav says it must be that the tzitz is helping for uh, tuma, and that means that tuma seems to be hutra betzibor. This is the kasha and Rav who holds that it's dechuya. So it says the Gemara, you're right. You're right. This whole machlokas between Rav Nachman and Rav We've presented it as a machlokas in the Amorayim. However, it's actually a multi-generational machlokas. It's also machlokas in the Tanoim. We're on the top of Zion and Mabez, second line. Says the Gemara, Tanoihi. Really, the machlokas of Tuma Hutra B'tzibor and Tuma Duchuya B'tzibor is a machlokas Amorayim. Just to review one more time to try and be as clear as possible. The machlokas is as follows. When something is being done for the Tzibor and Tuma occurs, so we know that we're allowed to still do that korban if there's tuma, tuma or tuma We don't know why. Is it because it's mamish mutter or no? It's not mutter, but bidieved. We're makil because of the circumstances. Which one is it? Mutter means we don't have to intercede, and uh, not mutter bidieved means we should try and intercede if we can. Right. So that's what we're really arguing about here. So we tr- we just looked at the various shitas within the Machlokas of Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis, and now we're kicking it up a notch, or really historically going back to the times of the Tanoim to say that really this is a Machlokas in the Tanoim as well. The Tanya, the Brisa writes, quoted in Sanhedrin, and we learned the Simsachim as well, sits, the Kohen Gadol wears the tzitz, bein sheyeshno al mitzcho, bein she'eno al mitzcho meratze. Even if the Kohen Gadol's not wearing the tzitz, it's still Merata. What does that mean? That if you have a korban that has a problem and the Kohen Gadol is, uh, is occupied and the tzitz is hanging outside, you couldn't bring it into the bathroom. The Gemara is going to discuss this later. If he leaves it outside hanging on a peg, Ritsui. Your Tameh Korban is fixed. He does not have to be wearing it. It's not powered by the Kohen Gadol. It's powered by a Kodesh Baruch Hu, So it has Kedusha and it's Merata. So that's Shita number one, Divi Rib Shimon. However, fifth line of Zion and Bay's the dissenting opinion, Rabbi Huda Omer, no. While the Kohen Gadol is wearing the tzitz, that, that is what powers the tzitz. And therefore, if the Kohen Gadol is wearing the tzitz, it's merate, then it solves problems, it gets rid of tuma. However, if the Kohen Gadol is not wearing the tzitz, then then if you have a tummy korban, you better wait till he comes back from wherever he is because we want him to put the tits back on so it can have the power to undo the tumah that you have in your korban. So the b'risa continues and shows a dialogue between these two shitas. Again, shita number one of Rav Shimon, it doesn't make a difference where the tzitz is. The halacha is that it generates ritui, that whatever, whatever tummy problem you have with your korban, as long as, as long as there is a tzitz that exists, probably has to be in the mikdash era, I don't know. As long as there is a tzitz, it generates ritui. Rabbi Huda says, no, only when he's wearing it. So, they, so then Amr lo Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, Kohen Gadol Yochiach, what are you talking about? Kohen Gadol Yochiach, he doesn't wear it all day, mamish, yet all of Klai Yisrael gets kapara, you ask, you, you ask, you get. 
You ask, you get on Yom Kippur. It's in dishing out candy at, at Simchas Torah. It's, it's obvious. It's Pasha, you get Kapara. So we see that there's a, a Ritsui, Afal Pita, the Kohen Gadol doesn't wear it all day. Amar lo Rabbi Huda, he says, that's not a good argument. Hanach, le Kohen Gadol, be Kippurim. Shetuma, putcher, lo betzibur. What do we see about Rabbi Huda? He says explicitly in the Bryce, so what does Rabbi Huda hold? Tuma, putcher, betzibur. What does that imply about Rabbi Shimon? He must hold Tuma, duchli, betzibur. So it says the Gemara halfway down. Michlal, this implies the Rabbi Shimon, Savar, Tuma period. So now we see our machlokas between Rib Shimon and Rib Yehuda fundamentally in the Tanaim, based on the discussion of the tzitz, of whether or not the Kohen uh, Gadol can be mirata with the tzitz while it's only on his head, or even when it's off of his head, machlokas, Rib Shimon and Rib Yehuda is also at its root a machlokas about whether or not we say Tuma is Hutra B'tzibor or Tuma is Dechuya B'tzibor. This machlokas is quoted in Shas, I'm just ballparking, probably 20 or 30 times, this machlokas. Uh, it's a very common machloka, so it's good to have some of the basics. And now the Gemara, two lines before the wide lines on Zion and Bays, is going to give a little qualification about where these Tanoim and Amorim have their machlokas. Amar Abaye, Abaye says as follows. When Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon are arguing, they're not arguing about when the tzitz is broken, God forbid. Let's say the tzitz cracks, right? One of the kids... He's playing with the thing. He drops it. He jumps on it. He throws it into the Mizbeach and it's ruined. So then says the Gemara as follows. Um, Rabbi, if the tzitz is broken, the garment that the coin Gadol is wearing is broken. The only way that tzitz can be Maratza is if it's in its perfect form. It can't be broken. Everyone agrees to that. However, where is the machlokas between Rav Shimon and Rav Yehuda of Tumas Hutcher B'tzibor? Is Tumas Duchuya B'tzibor? Where is their machlokas of whether or not this thing works? That is when it's hanging on a hook. He had to go to the bathroom. He went to sleep. Whatever, whatever the coin Gadol is doing. Rav Yehuda Savar Al Meitzach Benasa. Look at the pasuk. The pasuk writes that it has to be on your forehead. Good. Rav Shimon Savar. What does he say? No. Tami Lerasal Lifnei Hashem. It's always going to give you kapar even if it's not on his head. So my tamid, how do we define tamid? Elema tamid al mitzvah, literally 24-7. If that's literally what it means, says the Gemara, mimishka chasla. That's so unreasonable. You're never going to have a scenario where he wears it around the clock. He's a human being. He's not a man of Hashem tzavakos mamish. He has to go to the bathroom. People go to the bathroom every day. The Mishnah Brura counts in his mea brachos b'chol yom. How many times you say it? You're supposed to, you have to say in the morning, you have to say Asher Yatsa. You're supposed to go to the bathroom. The Rambam writes that one should uh, be bodeg lenikov up. They have to check if they have to go to the bathroom before davening. Otherwise, that's not right. You're, and, and if you have to go to the bathroom and you hold it in during davening, that's not a good davening. You need to go to the bathroom. So what kind of mimishkachasla that the coin Gadol is not going to go to the bathroom? But even so, there's going to be ritsui. Not every korban happens while he's out of the bathroom, sometimes he's busy. So it's, that's what the Machlokas is about. Umilo boy may not. He's not going to take a nap. He's a human. Fine. So therefore, Ella Tamid, Mirato, Tamid literally means Tamid. That, not Tamid, he wears it. Tamid, that there's Ritsui. That's a, that's a shita there. Ul the Rebbe Yehuda, Nami Haksiv Tamid. You, Rebbe Yehuda, say that he has to wear it on his head for there to be Ritsui. Then what does Tamid mean for you? Tamid means always. But you're, how do you darsh in the word? You say the only time there's Ritsui is when the Kohen Gadol wears it sits. But if he's not wearing the tzitz, then what does the word tamid mean? Tamid, no, says the Gemara. No, there can't be a hesachadas from the tzitz. When a person is wearing their tzitz, 
they should regularly be checking and touching their tefillin. So the, the Mishnah Brewery here explains in Simon Kafches, it's Kafches, he says here on the side, Kafches, he says, by Ukshartam, not mamish all day. Like, not, that's not what it means, just to keep touching your tefillin. It means to touch them at the right times. By the way, if your tefillin aren't covered and things, I would not recommend touching them all day. You, you'll rub down the corners, right? You got we have, they are supposed to be biribua. We have halachos, you should try to be careful. You should try on your tefillin chalya to get a cover on it so it doesn't lose its shape. Fine. But here, the Gemara says, Where do we learn that from? Turning to the top of Chesmeralev. What's the Kalmachomer? And we'll stop with this tonight. By the tzitz, it says, Kodesh Lashem. It only has the Kodesh Baruch Hu's name one time. And Afal Pikain. Uh, we see that you're not allowed to be misiach das, and there it says al mitzchot tamid shlo yasiach daitem imenu tefillin sheyish ben askaros harbe by tefillin. God, I don't even know how many times it says the word Hashem. Uh, many, many times. It's the Shema in the first pasuk of Shema. It says Hashem's name twice, and then the next pasuk beachtos Hashem elokecha says it a lot of times. Allah has kama vekama tefillin sheyish ben askaros harbe. Allah has kama vekama. Of course, obviously. So that's how Rabbi Yehuda understands the word tamid. Rabbi Yehuda who's of the opinion that really the only time the tzitz is mirate is when the Kohen Gadol is wearing it. What does he do with the word tamid? To teach you not to have a hetzach hadas, just like is the din by tefillin. That's why we don't wear tefillin at night. We're afraid that a person will be menamne and they'll fall asleep. And when you're asleeping, you can't have kavanah. So all the greatest stories of these great tzaddikim, you're going to have surgery. And if we give you medication and fall asleep, you might die. He says, no, just give me my tefillin. I won't fall asleep in my tefillin. It's like halachic commitment to, to making sure that we have a gufnaki, to make sure that we have no hesach adas, no very lofty level. Wishing you all a beautiful night. We'll pick up from the top of Chesim Adalev, four lines down tomorrow night. Have a great night.